Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Didi Everly of Your Wild Pantry Meal Solutions. Didi, it's awesome to have you on the show. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jump in, I want to read a little bit more about Didi so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Didi is the owner of Your Wild Pantry Meal Solutions. She works with the busiest people in the world to help them get an easy, stress-free, and healthy meal on the table so they can spend time where it matters most. Through her business offering, she provides concierge-level meal prep, pantry management, cooking classes, and guided meal prep to clients virtually and in person. Didi works with clients to find the best fit for specific diets, food allergies, and grocery budgets, offering help beyond basic meal planning that includes customized grocery shopping and in-home meal preparation services. Didi, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. I am. That in-person stuff. We'll definitely talk about what that looks like. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm sure there's been a little bit of shifting and changing here and bit, there. <laughs> but before we jumped into that, I wanted to kind of rewind the clock a little bit. Could you take us through your CEO story, how you got started, and what led you to do all those things you've been doing? Ooh, so, yeah, never in a million years did I think that CEO would be next to my name. Thanks, um, <laughs> So I, um, my background is in disability and aging. Mm. Um, I worked in the nonprofit sector for 20 years. Um, I have my undergrad in special ed and nonprofit management, and then my master's in public administration and healthcare. And so I did that for 20 years. Um, my husband was in the military, so we moved around. And I was fortunate to be with a, a nonprofit for uh, some time that allowed me to telecommute a, a couple of different times. Um, but one of the last times that we were getting ready to move away from the DC area for the umpteenth time, because that's what the military does to us. Yeah. We get voluntold to go to our next whatever, <laughs> right. our next adventure. Um, I was really burned out. I was really burned out. Um, and so we moved back to Texas for the third time, because apparently once isn't enough. <laughs> I, have a lot of, I have a lot of opinions on that. But, right. um, and my husband's like, just do something else do something else. Okay. I, I've been doing this for 20 years, right. but I'm just going to do something else. And so long story short, I started a food blog. I was mm. bored. I'm an extrovert, which mm. is not hard for most people to figure out about me. <laughs> and I needed an outlet and I like food. And so I just kind of taught myself to build a WordPress site and kind of started dumping recipes on there never really monetized it, but kind of like, eh. and then I started working with an organic food company, um, providing healthy meal solutions to people. And it was more of a teach the person to fish model. Oh where I was showing people how to do those things. Um, we always knew we were gonna come back to the DC area when my husband retired from the military. And so when we did that two and a half years ago, I really kind of launched, I kind of foresaw what I wanted this to be. I, so I really launched Your Wild Pantry at that point, um, providing, providing that concierge level support and service that um, is more common in larger metropolitan areas like the DC area. Busy people means they need services. And so <clears throat> I began um, offering customized meal solutions for people who have dietary restrictions, um, difficult likes, dislikes, picky eaters, and everything in between. Um, now, caveat, I am not a dietitian. I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a medical professional. But I am somebody with autoimmune disorder that has figured out over the years that clearly I'm not going to live forever. <laughs> and so eating better was probably not a horrible idea. And how could I also then use that experience to help other people? 
And so I'm where the rubber meets the road. People work with a dietitian or work with a doctor or work with a medical professional that says, you should eat this way. And they say, oh, yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then nothing happens. Right. They're like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know how to do it. So I'm, I'm kind of that bridge the gap. Um, so I will work with folks who have, I was working with a potential client this morning. Um, they have nut allergies in the family. Um, there are six people in the household, two of which are vegetarian. Um, mom and dad are really trying to get healthier and uh, trying to figure out you know, with a couple of other restrictions how to do this. You know, high protein, lots of proteins and vegetables, not, you know, not a lot of carbs, not a lot of other sides and go. And so I'm working on a, on a draft that would be breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a couple of snacks a day that really help people meet that. You know, here's the, here's the nutritional stuff you're looking for. And here's, here's what that looks like. Um, here's the recipes. Here's the grocery lists. Can I order your groceries for you and have them delivered to your home? Um, and then providing kind of a guided meal prep that's now virtual because now we're not going into people's homes. Right. Um, and so I've launched that kind of service, that wraparound service in what I call meal prep pods. And so people who are all trying to eat the Mediterranean diet or all trying to eat, you know, with an autoimmune protocol diet in, in mind, or they're all trying to do low carb or whatever that is, so that there's a sense of community, they're getting that support, they're being given an opportunity to also shop their own pantry and shop their own freezer and refrigerator, given that we've all overstocked everything, you know, how do you use those things up um, and do it in a way that's going to take take the stress off of meals, which everyone's having to cook all of the time right now mm -hmm. for all of the people. Yeah. And so, um, so that's very long story short as to how I went from one career to now being the CEO and growing this company and providing those services in a manner that really hopefully meets people where they are. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And, and having been in, uh, to one of your virtual events as well, too, just the creativity that's required to be able to kind of, you know, make that transition. And I, I think you spoke to something that I think we often forget so much in business. It's kind of that human aspect of business. And obviously, you know how to, for example, run a business, you know, you need to do this, that and the third, but to actually execute that is another story. So the same thing when you're talking about, okay, you have this, um, you know, maybe nutrition adjustment you have to make, or how exactly does that happen? And of course, you know, okay, you can't eat this, you can't eat that, but just that community that you spoke to, the actual ways that you're able to do it, maybe even doing it in a time like this that's already stressful. How do you do that? So that's why I love how you do that rubber meets the road, create that connection so that not only do you know what to do, but you can actually execute on that as well too. Yes. And you get the support to do it. So then you know, if you're in this meal prep pod that is you know, eating a certain way, and there's several other people doing the same thing, you get a sense of what's working, what's not working, what are, what are the tweaks that have to happen, and what stresses are, are you guys experiencing? Are these meals helping? Are they not helping? What are we, how do we help solve those things so that it's not just about feeding physically, it's feeding everything. It's a little more mm -hmm. holistic approach to, um, feeding the soul. So it yeah. sounds very cheesy. It's like, I think I need a bumper sticker. <laughs> there but, you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, that kind of a thing, I think that, that that personalized component is important because it's about individuality, but it's also about individuality, knowing that you're not the only individual dealing with this. Yeah. So yeah. I think my background in disability really still helps me focus that way because in disability, it's all very individualized. You're about an individualized plan. You're about measuring what the goal is and how you're going to get there and what that looks like. And how do you, how are you strategic and building those skills so that the outcome is hopefully eventually stress-free. And so I think that I take that and apply it to, to this kind of a thing as well. 
It's funny you say that because I was definitely going to ask you just if you saw that kind of overlap or that transition, because I almost feel and definitely correct me if I'm wrong, if you find this, you know, with your clients or even in your background that a lot of times it's it's even more difficult when you're trying to, um, I guess, you know, achieve a goal or do something where maybe it feels as if nobody else is doing it by having that opportunity to be part of that pod, knowing you're not by yourself, even though it still might be difficult, you're more likely to succeed because you're not going at it alone. You have other people to lean on, to talk to, to kind of, you know, bounce ideas off of. And I feel like it increased likelihood of being successful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we all, I think everyone is so isolated right now in their own ways. Um, You're isolated together. Um, but when you can just kind of reach out and kind of, and just have a brief conversation with somebody that goes, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, got it. And the bumper sticker. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so there's that sense of, of camaraderie and, you know, that it's all, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's, you know, all the way across the country, because that person's, you know, lives over here and you're over here, but it's, it's that idea of, um, of, of connectedness and, yeah. Food brings people together, whether yes, food is because it's a, a, just a bodily requirement or because we enjoy it or because it's for health reasons, whatever it is, it, food brings people together. And I, I want that to be at the core of, of what this is, whether it's I'm helping somebody who lives by themselves or someone who has a full household, that those needs around meals that make you feel good, literally and figuratively, is is common we all have that yeah absolutely and i love how you you mentioned that of how it brings all of us together because sometimes we can kind of forget that but you know get around a i always you know some of my most favorite times personally have always been around you know family getting together around the dinner table and just you know laughing enjoying really great food and all of those things so i'm sure there's definitely a lot of people that can that can relate with that so i love how you you bring everybody together so um i I know you touched on a little bit um did you have anything additional as far as like how you serve your clients you wanted to touch on it and i wanted to ask too like what do you feel potentially is your secret sauce that thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique Mm, uh, well i mean what sets me apart i think is that nobody else is doing what i'm doing Mm -hmm. not in this particular part of the niche of the meal solutions world Mm -hmm. and you know everyone knows the different meal kit services or people who are personal chefs or uh prepared meal you know that it, it that's covered that's covered um and then there's the whole pinterest crowd of the, the black hole that is, and I love Pinterest myself, but like Pinterest is a black hole where you just get sucked in and five hours later, you're still looking for, you know, best way to make macaroni and cheese. And now you don't even know what you're in there for. Right. So, you know, how, how do you take the stress out of it? Those search functions that those many tabs that you have open in your head mm-hmm. and say, okay, let's, let's focus. Let's still give you opportunity for choice and for variety and all those things. But how do I, how do I teach you to fish? but at times also fish for you. So that's where, you know what, sometimes I will order, if I'm working with an individual client, not in the pods right now, but an individual client, I'll, I'll order the groceries and have them delivered to their house. Absolutely love that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Oh, effective and efficient. I miss those. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so disclosure, I have ADHD. Uh-huh. So those things can be a challenge for me, mm-hmm. um, but it's for, for me, given the nature of what I do is even I fall into the, it's five o'clock, what the heck's for dinner, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is a hilarious irony. I think mm-hmm. seriously, you know, Dr. Heal thyself. Yeah. Copper's um, kids. 
I mean, yeah, it's just like, oh. and so, um, so my hack is taking my own advice. Mm. And I think that it's really easy when you're in a leadership position, whether you're leading just yourself because the company's me or you're leading others is it's that practice what you preach to a certain extent, mm. you know, do as I say, not as I do. You don't want it to be that you want it to be when I say plan your pantry, plan, I need to plan my pantry. Like when I, I, I need to take my own advice because I know from my clients that it's great advice. They tell me like, Oh my gosh, where have you been? This is so great. I love it. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be ah. something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. So I've been working with a business coach um, for better part of nine months. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. And she has definitely made sure that I didn't just, when COVID hit, go, that's it. I give up. Close up shop. <laughs> She's right. like, I lost it. No. But um, recently she said something, it was, she, just, she admitted, she goes, this isn't her nugget, but it was from somebody else. But it really resonated to me. It was trust, try, tinker. Mm -hmm. And that has become my mantra. Now I would ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Didi, what does being a CEO mean to you? think being a CEO and specifically a CEO from the entrepreneurial end of is, and, and to be a CEO of something that you're starting from scratch is very different than taking over for something that's already there. Mm -hmm. um, both have their benefits, but it's different. Um, I think that it's about every single day conquering fear. Didi, truly appreciate that definition, and I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. So I think what people need to know is that it's all going to be okay. <laughs> like, we're, we're all going to get through this. And if that means that you now are, because you panicked at the beginning of the, pa of the pandemic, and you have eight cases of beans, it's going to be okay. <laughs> on people out there who are listening they know yeah. i'm right <laughs> you know what you're you know talking right. about <laughs> you know what i'm talking about um but if you have too many beans and you don't know what to do with them then perhaps we should chat um so people can reach me um a couple of different ways they can reach me via my website which is yourwildpantry.com um and like business like wor the world it is an ever-evolving thing at the moment um and or they can reach me at info at yourwildpantry.com um, or they can give me a call and the number is 703-342-9605. Um, always to reach me. Um, and on my website there, um, on the contact us section, there is a, people can schedule a free 30 minute um, chat with me. You know, kind of what do you need? What are you looking for? What, what are the opportunities that, you, th that are there for them? Um, what fits best for them? Um, so, so they can, they can schedule easily, um, via a link there as well. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about being able to, like I said, bridge that gap between what people are telling you, you should do <laughs> and actually being able to do it, um, and, and connecting you with ways to do that in a more healthful way. Um, while being honest that I, I'll, I'll hook you up with other medical professionals on those if that's what, what is needed. I am not going to tell you what to do. I'm going to help you do what you need to do. Mm -hmm. 
That's extremely powerful. And we will definitely have the links and information in the show notes, but I definitely appreciate that, uh, Didi. Uh, so many times, you know, when we're trying to go from A to Z or A to B or even B to C, so on and so forth, it, it's we often forget that we can reach out to help. We can have people, you know, uh, help us to get to that level. And I think that's one of the things we forget in business, obviously, you know, when we're talking about nutrition as well, too. So I appreciate you being that person to help out as far as bridging that gap. So those, you know, actions that people want to take are actually able to take and of course, to make sure that they can leverage and use all of those means as well, too. So I truly appreciate you again, Didi, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.